Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. You want to get rejoined by Mr. Lee Hancock. Lee here. And Mr. Roe Hancock. How are we going? Lads, guess what? What, Nick? This time next week, it will be Christmas Eve. Can you believe it? The excitement. Oh, Are mate. you not feeling festive? I'm not, and I'll tell you why. It's oh, happy. Here, we go. here we go. It's because I haven't, and I don't know about uh, you guys, but in Hobart in particular, I haven't seen much festivity around have you been all. looking for it did you go to the christmas pageant no but like you're supposed to have it just laying around in town and stuff what more, de- more decorations decoration yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not in the spirit well mate you got a week to gear up as we said the most mm-hmm. wonderful time of the year hence we've got a big episode today guys we we're we going to go through our nba christmas wish list um we'll touch on that a little more shortly soon but certainly looking forward to discussing that with you fellas mm-hmm. uh before we get into the show though guys a big shout out to both the cover and stadium scene as i continue to say week in and week out doing tremendous things for us mm. uh, in terms of broadcasting our great our great work that Absolutely. we do here at the daily for Google, sure. uh, as well as other content creators across australia canada the us certainly appreciate everything that they're both continuing to do for us guys odds and ends will rip through quickly before we get into our wish list We'll start with the news that came out the other day with Cade Cunningham mm, set oh to miss no. the remainder of the season after opting to have season-ending surgery on his left shin. Uh, the number one pick from last season, he'd been averaging 20.6 rebounds, six assists across his 12 games he played this season. The jump shot wasn't quite falling, um, but by that, he looked really good. Mm. Yet he, he has elected to sit out the remainder of the season. All indicators are suggesting he'll be back for training camp for next season. But uh, what do you guys think of this? It's, uh, I guess it's kind of a short-term short term pain for hopefully long-term game mm. for Cade there. This is probably the best time for him to do it. You know, mm. you, no one wants to have uh, season-ending uh, season surgery. Season-ending surgery, the that's the um, ticket. But this is the time for them to do it. They're definitely going in for um, big old Victor. And mm. it's probably, Vic. probably over the next coming months with him out, you'll probably see a couple of trades come from Detroit just, you know, trying to pick up more picks or something. It wouldn't surprise me at least whether they get rid of people like... Heard Sadiq, Sadiq Bay could Bay. potentially be on the move, which certainly surprised me given, you know, his improvement last season, the 50-point game he had. It looked mm. like yeah. he might be a staple mark within Motor City, but... Apparently not. He's showing glimpses, hasn't he? And also Bogdanovich has oh, been, you know, floating sniper. around in trades, particularly to your boys, uh, Nick, the Los Please. Angeles Lakers. Please. But, you know, in terms of this injury, yes. yes, it's far from ideal. But as Lee was saying, look, look, there's a big prize at the end of the big pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, so to speak. It's a seven-foot pot of gold. <laughs> it's a huge pot. Um, but in yes. saying that, um, Cade was also, as we were saying a few weeks ago, looking like he could be, Getting his first all-star berth this season, even though we saw a short sample size, he looked like he was ready to take that next step, like Tyrese Halliburton has done as well. So um, bad news, but I think it's not the end of the world for the Detroit Pistons. I think it's quite a mature move. Like, he's opted into this. He kind of knows his body, knows within himself he's not right. Mm -hmm. You know, things. I I think expectations might have been a little bit high on Detroit this year. They certainly Mm -hmm. haven't. Uh, lived up to that thus far. And I think given now this injury, uh, it's pretty well pack her up for this season. I think so. And I, yep. I think it's certainly the right move for him to, to opt in in for this surgery and hopefully mm. comes back fitter and healthier than ever. Don't like to talk about this guy at all, but with Killian Hayes, they're <laughs> obviously giving him, Killian. They're giving him more minutes and kind of saying, look, run the offense through you to an extent, at least on some players right now, especially why Cade's out. Mm. Do you reckon this last stint of giving him all these minutes is like a okay, this is your last shot. We'll give you this. But if not, you're gone. Because he hasn't been great. Well, let's be, let's be honest. When is he ever again going to get, but particularly for the Detroit Pistons with yeah. Cade Cunningham at the reins, when is he going to get the amount of minutes that he, that he is? So I think, yeah, I think there's some validity to what Lee's saying. I think they're basically saying, look, we'll give you a short-term, um, short-term responsibility. Yep. But... You know, if you fail to live up to our See expectations, you you're gone. And he's probably, like, to be honest with you, he's probably a bit lucky to be hanging on as long as he has, really. I, like, he's, he's certainly been better this season. That yeah. increased responsibility has certainly been better. I tend to agree with you. If this doesn't work out, I tell you what, your, you know, your, your spam within the league, it's uh, looking pretty thin if you can't make so. it within Detroit. Mm. I think it's a bit of a year now, ironing out Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran. Killian Hayes, all these young players, what's going to actually stick mm, as they yeah. move forward? Cade Cunningham, no-brainer. No-brainer there. He's he's 
the the franchise piece, if you mm, will. Mm. Um, so now it's just about. It's a shame we don't get to see with these pieces, like who works best, the chemistry, chemistry, the flow. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly hope for a speedy recovery there for Kay. Let's mm. hope so. Another man we hope a speedy recovery for Steph Curry suffered a left shoulder injury the other day, and the Warriors one twenty five to one nineteen loss to the Pacers. I tell you what, he was having some game. Mm. Thirty eight points, seven rebounds, seven assists all with two minutes to go in the third quarter. <laughs> that was just That's phenomenal. Um, as per Woj, he's set to miss the next couple of weeks. He'll be re-evaluated in two weeks. Mm. Um, but on that, this is this could have the potential to possibly just completely derail the Warriors season, couldn't it? Like we know mm. this is arguably even, you know, his unanimous MVP season. He's putting up better stats than he was yeah. that season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it all hinges on him, doesn't it? It does. And you look at their season already and to a certain extent, like they're already half off the rails. Like they've had such an underwhelming season so far. And then to have Steph, who is, you know, one of the leading MVP candidates, despite yep. the Warriors record, to go down for a few weeks, it's oh, it's so far from ideal. It's not funny. And they, who's going to stand up in his absence? So are we looking at a team, a combined team effort? Are we looking at well, Jordan Poole? We, I'll just give a little, maybe a little wing, wing, nudge, nudge, nudge mm-hmm. here that uh, I might touch on this shortly, okay, a little bit deeper okay. into the show. Okay. Um, but just on Steph, though, you know, without him, I think it's pretty well curtained. So mm-hmm. hopefully, mm-hmm. as we said, re-evaluated two weeks' time there, Lee. Hopefully that's all it is. It's It's... Pretty easy to pinpoint where they are right now, but it's so. Where hard. is that? For me, uh, I have a, an, 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 an I don't what's that an analogy. I, I thought you were going to say what, what's that Finding Nemo where he's like a C and an enemy, an enemy. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, those flashbacks. But they're <laughs> the Golden State Warriors in a car half off the cliff, and this was just another nudge half going off the down. Cliff, the reigning champs. Half off the cliff, you reckon? Right now, that's what I was going to say. Ooh. I can. That's where they are right now. It's Bloody so, hell, but it's I'd so, hate to hear where you think all the other teams are then. It's so falling. It's so hard for me to pinpoint where I think they'll be at the end of the year. Are they going to turn this around? I, I don't know. The, I, I believe so. I can't remember the last time I saw this big of a drop-off from a championship team. They have been a lot better the last month or, month or so. Yeah. Like Given the way they started, they have been, um, and I'll touch on where they're kind yeah. of lacking it, more soon but they have been better as of late so it's almost like just quickly it's almost a surprise that it doesn't happen more often for these championship teams because obviously their season is extended in comparison to the rest of the league so it's no real surprise that some of these championship teams would come out of the gates a little bit hangover a little bit isn't it yeah seen it time and time again so Mm, mm. i've no doubt they'll be able to turn it around a guy who a former warriors player uh quinn cook i just wanted to give him a bit of a shout out i don't know if he fella saw this where is he He's balling out in the CBA over in China there. Did you see this? I did. Right. Mr. Quinn Cook, the other night, dropped 54 points on 18 of 24 from the field, (laughs) went 12 of 15 from three, which would have him, you know, in the top behind Clay, Zach Levine, Mm. the the top couple in all-time performances for Mm -hmm. three-point shooting in the NBA, Mm -hmm. did this 54 points in just 29 minutes. (laughs) Quinn. Um, I tell you what, it's absolutely crazy, and I know former Lakers player as well, Lakers are looking for shooters. Tell you what, I'd be getting on the blower, finding speed uh, speed dial straight to China and just, you know, touching base. He played 16 games with yeah, them in yeah. 2020, 2021. Tell you what, if he's going to shoot the lights out like that, he would be a very, very handy piece to acquire. But, uh, you know, isn't that crazy? 54 points in 29 minutes, mm. 12 threes. Like, he's done that in less cool. than half. It's it's crazy. He's And he's definitely on the short list of those type of players who don't have an active NBA contract, but certainly should. Imagine just if they had a just, I'm, I'm not sure how the game actually, you know, played out there, if it was close or a mm. blowout. Imagine if he had got him up to, you know, 35, 38 minutes. Mm. Would have been a little Devin Booker 70-piece special. What if he went to OT? Might have been hitting <laughs> triple figures. On, Incredible. On, on Rose's point of how he's not in the league, I've got actually 10 players who are not in the league right now. You just give me a quick yes or no whether you think they should be in the league. And Very good. Take into consideration, you know, the liabilities they bring, whether it's Absolutely. defensively mm-hmm. or offensively. Don't just think of the name because okay. Roger. I'm uh, guilty for that. Okay, we'll start with Mello. Um, yes. For me, no. These for guys, me, no. okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't on a team right now. Boogie. Uh, yes. Boogie, yes, yes. Eric Bledsoe. No. Oh, yeah, I'm probably with you. No, no for Bled. Hassan Whiteside. No. Yes, oh, yes. yes. Can't believe Actually, he's not in the league right they, now. They started Udonis Haslam yesterday, the Heat. 
<laughs> yeah, that says it all. Game. That says it all. I was like, is this is this serious? The guys <laughs> in the bloody Cretaceous period still with roaming around with the T Rexes, ancient. It yes, yes, huge. Yes, I love it. So yes, yes. yeah. Lou will. No. Uh, I think Lou Will's expiry date has yeah. been reached. Yeah. Lance, Lance Stevenson. Yes. Yes, Fire for the up. entertainment value alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. No. no. Two more. Rajon Rondo is not in the league. Oh, has he Prime got... time Rajon. I reckon he's still got a little bit to provide Rajon. I think if, if it's it, IQ. Like, I think hmm. if every game is on national TV, I would <laughs> yeah, sign in a heartbeat. But exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll say yes. Just mm. more so maybe playing like a, a backup role, just helping a young point guard. Yeah, like, Even Detroit. Helping yes, a young yeah. Killian Hayes. Playing 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. Last one, Lewuwu Cabarro. Lewuwu. Just um, for the name. Uh, I'll say no. I haven't missed him. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. There you go. Good list. Fun list, sir. I like the prior research from there. <laughs> yeah. That's, that shocked nice. me, but impressed me at the same there you time. Go. I like it. There good. you go. Very good, fellas. Well, we'll move ahead. Kyle Kuzma. Kuz. The Kuz. Kuz control. Sources are saying from the league, Kuz wants out of DC. Now, he's expected to want over $20 million a season. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's 13 million this season in Washington there. Uh, 27 years old. He's averaging, he's having a career season, averaging 21 points, nearly eight rebounds, three and a half assists. As I said, 27 years old, he's looking to secure that bag, that financial mm. freedom, that generational wealth, as we like to say. Mm. Do you think Kuz is befitting of a $20 million you know, contract a season? Mm. The way the league is going, I would say yes. Um, okay. I don't. I honestly don't blame him for wanting out of well, DC. Maybe let though. me pose this to you then. Sorry, bro. Mm. Do you see him? Is 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 he a number one guy, a two, three, or four? Where do you see him in a pecking order? But because he because he has said he wants out of DC, he wants to be on a big market or a contending team. So if let's let's use a contending team. Yeah, yeah. Where okay. would he fit in the hierarchy? Um, as a one or two option, I'd pay him 20 mil plus. I certainly think as a number one option, you have almost no choice but to do that. Is he um, that though, do you think? On his night, he, like I've, I've seen glimpses. Have I seen consistency from him? Maybe not. But as I said, the way that the league's going, you'll be getting guys who once upon a time were worth nowhere near 20 mil, yeah. earning 20 mil, and it won't be a, you won't be second guessing. That eyelid. Yeah. 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 I, 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 tend, I tend to think he's probably a, a really good third option. Maybe mm. even fourth. If you had him as your fourth, like almost like a Tobias Harris kind of spec, you'd be you'd be laughing. Mm. But mm. if he's your second option, you're not going to the playoffs. No, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Do you do you think he'd be worth twenty million, Lee? Well, I, I just looked up Washington man. I just looked up who else is on t- around that twenty mil mark. Yeah, what did you come up with? Got players like Tim Hardaway Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jared Allen, Macau Bridges, Dinwiddie, Jeremy Grant, who's been great. And then I, do I put him on their level? That's, See, a, that's an interesting one. I look as I, I hear some of those players, and I think you're not worth twenty yeah. million. So do who, I. who would you say is not worth that? There, I don't think Dinwiddie is. I don't think Tim Hardaway Junior is worth twenty million. Um, who was? Yeah, I can't remember the other ones, yep. but they were the ones that stood out to me. As yeah. G, okay, let me because there's certain similarities there. If mm. you had to pick for your team, Aaron Gordon or Kyle Kuzma, who would you take? Oh, as G has improved, he's, um, he's, he's been good this he's, season. He's been good, he hasn't he? He's been really good. And he's a player like I've had him in fantasy teams yeah. and he's pissed me off. I mean, a he's, heap. he's a way better two way player, isn't he? Yes. Oh, I think he is. He is oh. a better two way player. <laughs> but um, Kuz has the flash. Kuz is more noticeable. He's more likely to put up you know, 23 just, to 25. Got the shit of stress sense. Like, <laughs> oh. like I'm, I'm someone and we've spoken about it. Like, I like mm-hmm. suits. I like that. Kuz is the complete opposite. I'm interested to hear Lee's thoughts on Kuz's um, fashion sense, actually. Oh, his fashion sense. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit out, a bit too out there for me. He has some nice. What about the oversized pink sweater that he was rocking? I like that. You... Okay. <laughs> what? We, okay. we spoke about this. This that was a good outfit. That's not no, it. That's not that was a good man. tunnel fit. Oh dear. Lee's undone all these good work from the episode. Okay, Kuz or Asg? <laughs> I'm choosing. That is really hard. It, it solely depends on what you need. Yeah. If but mm. I'd probably take the safe route and go as G. I heard the Lakers might have potentially been interested in reacquiring Coos. Well what a did full you see moment. did you see his tweet? I did, I did the what, cool what, the cool breeze. And the yeah you said that when he landed in California, was it California, in Los California, Angeles? Yep. There's that nice cool breeze that he's used to. And I think it was Donovan Mitchell said and Trey Young. Tampering <laughs> and Trey Young said yeah. Pretty much. Could be, could so be. there you go. Kuz wants a lot of money. Is he deserving or not? Be sure to let us know, guys. Hit us up on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Mm. Let us know. Is Kuz worth the bag? 
I tell you what, we're oh. split here. I think it's an interesting question, but we'll we'll move ahead. The last little point here from odds and ends, guys. During the week, the NBA released their new names and trophies for all the major awards. Now, I tell you what, this would have been handy a week ago when we were doing our awards and things mm. of the kind. Yeah, we're back. Yes, yep. as is always the case. It's uh, just missed the chain there. Absolutely. Okay. So the new awards, as such, the MVP award will now be the Michael Jordan Trophy. The Defensive Player of the Year will be the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy. Rookie of the Year will be the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. Sixth Man of the Year will be the John Havlicek Trophy. Mm. Most Improved of the Year is the George Mikan Trophy. And the NBA, the new the new Clutch Player of the Year is the Jerry West Trophy. Like Jerry West? Come on. So, how do we feel about <laughs> that, fellas? Like, respect um, on Jack did, you, did you guys see the new the Michael Jordan Trophy, the NBA MVP? Yeah. I love the look of it. I tell you what, Yoka presented with it mm. the other day. I... I I like it. Yeah. I think it's got a bit about it. Aesthetically, a bit about it looks incredible. Yeah, I'd love to be presented. That'd be centerpiece on my mantelpiece. It kind of didn't fit when they were giving it to Jokic just because it was such a refined, kind of classy trophy. And as much as we love Jokic, he's, he's kind of a doughy kind of uh, just, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you know what I mean. Like, I, no, I know what you, you mean. You know where I'm getting at there, but we, we love the Jokic. Um, <laughs> he's but what do you think? He, he, he certainly has. He's on that, uh, that keto diet. <laughs> um, but uh, in regards to that and just, what do you think the uh, the new Clutch Player of the Year award? You like that? Well, Lee didn't like the the naming of it, did he? No, I didn't. Like, you're not a fan, Jerry I West? didn't like the naming of a lot of them. You know, really? I, don't, I don't know why they didn't put current NBA players or at least have their input in on it. I, I, I think they're they're definitely paying homage to yeah. a lot of historic. There's okay. been so, so yeah. many historical legends of the game. I think 100%. they've definitely taken that on board. Now, the Jordan I, one you can't. The Jordan one you can't really. Complain. I can. What, Bill Russell, you would have called it? He's already or LeBron. Oh, you can't give it to a guy still going. I, I wonder, like, why isn't the Clutch Award called the Damian Lillard Award? Oh, dear. Come on. Well, the, the, I, I saw something. I was listening to a, an article and they were saying maybe they need to have it every 25 to 50 years. They they change the name. So oh, they should. You know, when the next you know edition comes out, they have the LeBron Trophy, the Luca Trophy, the Giannis Trophy, et cetera, et cetera. But I, 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 I quite like it. I'm quite disappointed there wasn't a like most bi- like biggest amount of hustle award because we know who would be getting that. Matty Delvadova. Matty Delvadova <laughs> would be an absolute shoe in. Could you imagine the trophy? Him just like just diving, diving for a loose, loose ball. ball. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. It would be. We might have to do that in a couple of weeks' time. We might have to go through and say who we think these awards in 10, 15, 20 years' time will be named after. I think so as well. Interesting stuff. Who would, get, who would at the moment, your Clutch Player of the Year award go to? Who's been very clutch this year? Um, Even though he's missed some games, Dame, coming back off what you said there, Lee, Dame has uh, had some AJ Griffin. Um, oh, he has had two buzzer yeah, beaters. Yeah. Shay's been clutch. Shay's been very clutch. Imagine um, giving it to a rook, though. AJ, the AJ Griffin... <laughs> Picking up the the clutch player of the year award. That'd be I'd love to of. see it. Love to see it. I love it, fellas. Well, we'll certainly be sure to keep up to date with all that and mm. let you know who we think will take out these awards very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Guys, let's move ahead. Daily dribble. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All I want for Christmas. Yes. NBA wish list. Yeah. Where's Mariah Carey when you need her? We should have <laughs> had a had a keyed up to the uh, the old roadcasting. I reckon she would have taken us for everything we're worth. From copyright infringements, but that's okay. Absolutely. She's not short of a quid, though, is she? She's not. But that's how the rich get rich and stay rich. They just keep taking from the poor. What a world. Nevertheless, uh, we'll move ahead, guys. As I said, we're going to go through some of our NBA Christmas wish lists um, from whether it's a player perspective, a team perspective, and just kind of share what we think they're actually after mm. this Christmas. From mm. Yeah, from my perspective, it's not what I wish they had. It's mm. what no. the team or the player yeah, wish they had. Absolutely. So it's their wish list. Yeah, like, 100%. Take it any which way you'd like. Any which way you want. Mm. I reckon a lot of these bastards probably deserve coal. Um, <laughs> but the, the any names in particular? Got a, got a better heart than me. So, mm. well. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah, Montrez Harrell. No, uh, he, was, he was cleared. It's he was right. cleared. Miles, though. Miles, not so much. Mochi. Naughty boy. Mm. Yeah, I, I would hate to see what he's going to have in his, his sack. Yes. Um, guys, we'll get into it, though. I'll start first. First cab off the ring. Mm-hmm. Please do. With the Warriors. Mm. What are they getting? Now. Oh, oh, what's oh. on their wish list? For their bench not to be a complete liability and mm. to win a game on the road. They're pulling double duty. They've got two mm. wishes. Mm. So. You can only get one wish, Warriors. You're selfish. Won all exactly. those championships. What's all this about? Exactly right. So after losing to Indiana, which we touched on before the other day, they are now two and thirteen on the road. Mm. 
not good enough. As I said, for as much as they've improved, they've been better, certainly at home, you know, doing wonderful things there in Oracle. Mm. On the road, it's just, they literally cannot buy a win. No. I feel as had Steph maybe played the remainder of the game, they certainly got back into that one against mm. the Pacers the other day, but uh, they're struggling on that front. As I said, in fairness, they've been better as of late. Kaminga in particular, playing a lot better minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that being said, their bench is negative. All negative players. Now, I had these notes from earlier in the week, not taking into account the Pacers game and and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I just want to make note of some of these and their their plus minuses. All in the minuses here. Anthony Lamb, minus 1.7. Dante DiVincenzo, minus 1.4. Jermichael Green, minus 2.1. James Wiseman, 6.3. Jonathan Kaminga, minus 3.3. Jordan Poole, minus 1.9. Moses Moody, minus 2. Ty Jerome, minus 6. You get the idea, so on and so forth. Now, for as good as the starters have been, in particular Curry, they're literally... It it is a complete liability. And I tend to think if they make the playoffs, Mm. they'll be in better shape. The rotations will tighten. These star players will get more and more minutes. But for me at the moment, I think in this group, you're probably looking at Paul, Kaminga, and maybe DiVincenzo, who are probably most likely to get those valuable minutes mm-hmm. behind the starters in the playoffs. So for me, that's where we're at. The Warriors to get a road win and for their bench to not completely suck, especially whilst Steph is out as well. They're going to have to step up big time. That's going to have to improve massively, isn't it? That's so telling, isn't it? The majority of your second unit being in the negatives. It pretty much shows you where their season is at so far. It's a shame. It's a shame if they were purely playing the starters, they'd probably be the number one seed. Yeah, um, with absolutely. those plus minuses yeah. and things of the kind. But uh, is it because whether done intentionally or subconsciously, these guys around Steph have just become complacent with his output and how much he contributes that they've taken a step back and couldn't get back on on their horse? It's, it's certainly interesting the Jordan Paul conundrum because he. What was he like off the bench? He averages, was it 17 or 18? I think. Like last year in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah but when yeah. he's starting, he averages 25. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it, it might almost be a little bit of complacency mm. there, Lee, just because the starters do such a good job. You know, the bench come on, they're up by 10, and then it just goes to the wayside very, very quickly. But the way that I think of it is like, surely if you're a Warriors player, apart mm. from Steph, obviously. Surely you're super aware of how just how big a hole he's going to leave and just how much you're going to be expected to stand up in his absence. Yeah. I think if they're thinking we're still going to get this done the same way as we would when Steph's out there, low, Another thing low ball like you. Tell, I'll tell you the guy that I'm hoping they give, not the reins to, but the large responsibility to, Andrew Wiggins. Because on his Wigman. night... He can blow up. And we saw it um, in the playoffs last year, I think it was. Um, Steph was playing too, but he was playing better in some games and he was taking the reins. I really hope they give him the responsibility. Still one of the most surprising things that still gets me now that Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter last season. Yeah, Is that I not forgot about that. That's Is insane. That not crazy? It was when it happened, but I don't think it is... Or it is now, but like I, I think it's recency bias from how well he played in the playoffs. But yeah. I, I don't mind wigs. Crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, you wigging? I just you wigging. <laughs> Every time I oh. think of a wig, <laughs> a little deep cut. If you know, you know. But. Oh, if you're Australian and you've watched maths, married at first sight, a real, it just feels tragic. <laughs> even speaking not about it, but it's uh, incredible. Just look it up. Look up on YouTube. You wigging, bro. Just look it up. Just watch the clip, and you'll uh, you understand oh, why. Dear. We're cringing at the thought of that. But yeah, uh, for yes. the Warriors, do you think just in, the in I guess, coming back to our initial point in Steph's absence, are they going to be able to keep afloat? You know, as we said, mm. they're kind of in that that playing position at the moment. So how long is he out for? Sorry, is it two weeks? Two weeks he'll be re-evaluated, okay. hopefully not much longer. Um, I would I would have to have a look at their fixture. But yeah, I course. think I think they do have enough talent despite the that um, – Plus minus, yes. I think that they'll have enough to keep afloat at least. I don't see them completely falling off the rails. And once Steph comes back, I see them getting well and truly back on track. But it's still a worrying next few weeks for the Warriors. Indeed, indeed. Let's go ahead, Lee. What have you got for us, mate? So on the uh, Chicago Bulls wish list mm. uh, to the the big old fat man. How long's your arm? How long's your list? They're wishing for a nuke button. A nuke button. 
because <laughs> they, they, they should blow it up. They're uh, bottom third in offensive rating and they're about middle of the pack defensive rating. Yeah. Um, they've got a sub 500 record right now at 11 and 16. Oh. Yeah, I think um, now's the time. They were rolling before Lonzo Ball got injured. Yeah, that's the big piece, isn't it? It's the he, difference almost, I think. He got injured at this point. And it's been downhill since then. Um, yep. When they made all these trades, it, it seemed like they were trying to gain some relevancy again as the Chicago Bulls, the headlines. And it worked because people were watching their games. But I, I just think they overestimated how high their ceiling would actually be with all these um, all these new ac- uh, acquisitions. Yeah, um, okay. And it, it hasn't reached that ceiling. So you, do, you, do you think – so just on that with the nuke button, you think completely – you know, strip it back to the bare bones. Mm. You blow the whole thing up, or do you think is it move one or two pieces, try and recalibrate, um, and just retool around whether it's Demar, whether it's Levine, you know, or, think, or just blow the whole, you know, to smithereens. I think Vooch is a must go, absolutely, and, and that and absolutely, and then it's a give or take whether you keep DeRozan or Levine or get rid of both of them. I'd probably keep uh, keep Levine. But, yeah, the Chicago Bulls are a good mining spot for all these other teams to kind of mm. pick out the players they need. Pat Williams, shout out to Apex, Kobe mm. White, players like that. Yeah. Caruso, we've seen, we spoke about. Uh, Mr. Steve Kerr potentially trying to get into the Bay Area. Caruso got, got absolutely dropped the other day. Did you guys see that? Nope. He got, no, he got, was that, oh, that was against the Knicks, wasn't yeah, it? He yeah, he got crossed over and boy, oh yeah. boy, he just lost both of his legs. Second but rate. I, I wonder um, how the Chicago natives would react to blowing the whole thing up at a, a city which has been so used to big success i know not since the michael jordan era has the ultimate ultimate success occurred but i just wonder how they would react to completely bare bone in it and like you- okc style just accumulate picks and start from scratch or or are we thinking yeah maybe just build around zach levine and is it hard though because they did like before Lonzo went down like last season they they were rolling the first half they were um, yeah they were really looking like a competent you know not a genuine title threat in the East well they were like, to me yeah well they they, they probably were they for a little a while don't they? So oh, yeah does yeah. that you know I know Demar's now a year older Vucic look garbage but does that give you a little bit of faith to push on with this iteration well, of the team well that's that ideal world made out of candy you know Lonzo Ball comes back healthy doesn't get injured again Pat Williams mm. becomes that reliable role player Vooch Levine and DeRozan all perform consistently but you look outside and the grass isn't made of candy the, I the just, pavement I isn't just, I was just actually as you were saying that I was imagine envisioning myself in a house of house of candy like imagine <laughs> imagine the dental bill should clock up <laughs> Good for good in your industry, good Lee. Industry, Tell yeah. you what, you'd get a nice couple of little bonuses that'd be running like clockwork with people in and out the door. I think it'd be a very opportunistic kind of outlook. Yes. Um, mm. Okay. So optimistic. Sorry, I, I, I agree. I think Vooch has got to go. Yeah. Vooch, Vooch has been a liability this season. Levine has taken a sharp, sharp downturn this season as well. Demar's still doing his thing, trying to do what he can. Um, but they just look. I agree this. they are well and truly off the pace. Mm. I think it's probably a case of maybe not nuking it completely, yeah. um, but just, you know, what what could they maybe do in a bit of a deal, let's say hypothetically with the paces, a Miles mm. Turner coming back, you get rid of a Vooch and mm. maybe you get another shooter, maybe get a Buddy Hield as well when mm. you lose a, you got to give up maybe a Kobe White mm. or something Crush like that. that like, something yeah. Like that. yeah. Like how would that work? Would that get him? Um, you know, back in the mix, you've, you know, then you've got pretty well five shooters um, because I can just operate in the mid range. I guess the risk is if they don't make a move shortly, they're at risk of becoming one of these teams who, uh, as it's sort of like the Sacramento Kings, they don't necessarily fully bottom out, but they're always around the middle. What are they? The, what does that make? We're them not like? even going to say it. Say it. Yeah, I know you want to. Mediocre. 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 Absolutely. Um, you know, like you, yes. you've probably got two options. You make moves to positively impact your franchise mm-hmm. or you just completely commit to the rebuild. And I know us three, I, I think I speak for all three of us, we're huge fans of when you commit to the rebuild, you commit to 110%. the rebuild. 110%. Yep. You the don't thing, muck around. The thing with if they, that's why I want them ideally from my perspective to blow it up completely because you look if they get rid of Damar and Vooch and they keep Levine and they're trying to bottom out and tank for Victor, 
try try with Levine. Um, compete for that bottom spot against Detroit, Orlando, OKC. I guess I think they're just a, a level above them they even without those two to yeah. bottom out. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's going to be it'd be a hard sell to completely bottom out from here and get down to the pure shithousery of some of those mm. other teams. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I certainly see the merit behind mm, it. Me too. Um, uh, they're in a funny spot, aren't they, the Bulls? They're in a worrying spot. In mine. a very worrying mm. spot, just as well, given where expectations probably were this season. Uh, they're certainly not on course at the moment. So very interested, especially with the trade um, the trade period opening up, was it the 15th, a couple of days ago mm. now? So all the players that had since signed on, be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks in particular uh, if we see a few moves being made. We'll be sure to keep you up to date with all of them. As long as you're staying up to our socials, you, uh, you'll get all the latest news as it breaks. Good stuff. How's that? Good good little plug there. It's just flowing off the tongue today. Roy, what have you got for us? Do you know what Luka Doncic needs for Christmas? A running mate. A punching bag. <laughs> yes. He is, Timberland. Lee touched on it last yeah. week, I believe it was. He is one of, if not the most moodiest, <laughs> angriest players in the whole league. And look, I, I do not blame him because he we, we've touched on it. We we do need he does need those running mates. He's doing a lot of it on his own at the moment, but he's just becoming more and more fed up with the fact that he's doing a lot of this on his own. It's doing it all on his own. He's doing essentially all of it on on his own, and I know he's still good for thirty a thirty point triple double most nights. But you know, at the end of the day, it's it's not resulting in wins every single night. Yeah. Um, and we saw this on full display the other night, as you guys, I'm sure, would have seen. Yes. Luca receiving a tag. Oh, this was out. This was, this was a ridiculous call. This was such an insane call. Rubbish. Luca just absolutely firing into his teammate, Dwight Powell, and the refs must have thought that it was towards them. Called him for a tech for yelling at his own teammates. Oh. It was a ridiculous call, but in saying that, it still clearly showed like how fed up he was getting and how demonstrative demonstrative he was towards his teammates mm. um that that honestly made me angry that goal like yeah. the game nba fans hate that too like the refs are just making it about them yeah, yeah. far too often oh oh like oh, on a right. nightly basis it, like every single night you would see a call which is clearly absurd and it's almost as if they just want that little bit more me bit time, of me time bit of camera time yeah. but- and i've stopped umpires and uh, referees can ruin a game. I've stopped mm-hmm. watching a sport completely because of the umpires. What sport? AFL. You're giving up on it. Uh, but this was years ago when, oh, when Hawthorne was still on top. But, like, they, it, it shows... <laughs> a decade ago. It shows how um how much they impact yeah. watching. Like, yeah, they, they that pissed me off. Lucas had six texts this season, and... I reckon that it won't be that one the other day won't be his last. He had 18 last season. He's built a real reputation over the last few years. Did he only only finish behind Draymond last season? Is that right? Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, 18 last season. Yes, yeah. So, so six, what are we? We're about a third of the way through. So he's on track. He's he's hitting double digits. Absolutely. Brilliant. But Luca with a punching back, he just needs an outlet outside of that court to take all of his frustration out because at the moment, it's been taken out on his teammates. It's been taken out on referees. And it's probably not great, to be honest, for the overall team chemistry for the Mavs. I know he's the he's the star player and sometimes you just have to get used to playing with these kind of guys. But I can't say being ripped into on a nightly basis would I, – I certainly wouldn't enjoy it. I've, I was just going to say, I've got a question. Does this make you – like Luca less or more or just the same? It's an interesting one because I certainly understand where he's coming from because he's, he, he does, I can see the frustration building up just due to the fact that, okay, I'm doing this all on my own. Where's the bloody hell? Hard In, on his sleeve kind of situation. Hard on his sleeve. It? And some people are just like that. In saying that, if <laughs> I guess I'm thinking about my own personal perspective. If I was playing with someone like that, yeah. I'd get fed up with it quite quickly. Um, Do but, you fire back, row? It uh, depends what just... they did, but yeah, okay. if they if they were directly, uh, sometimes you get constructive criticism and you have to take it on board. Sometimes you get a, out and out just sledge a your stray shit. bullet. You're gone. Yeah, <laughs> you, you fire back. Oh, I don't know if I would to Luca because he would determine my future at that. I was about to say he could just go and see see Cube in there. I, I've had it. This yeah. guy he answers that. He's gone. gone. Yeah, like it could be a very. Quick You'd have to bite work. your tongue, I think, which is what Dwight Powell, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I I agree. I think. It, for me, it doesn't really impact 
his likability for me. Like mm-hmm. I just see mm-hmm. that passion with him that it does mean so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Granted, I put myself in his shoes. If he's carrying the, the team, doing all he possibly can, his shoulders carrying the weight of the world on them, mm. uh, I would certainly be fed up as well. Mm. Yeah, you can understand uh, it. So sure. I, I certainly see both points of view. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it'd, it'd be a, it wouldn't be a great locker room to be in at the moment in Dallas. No, there. No. Get some wins on the board and look out. He's an angry boy. Beautiful, lads. Let's move ahead to round two. Lads, round two. Here we go. Who? Oh, we might go to you, Lee. You go again. Just okay. full circle. <laughs> just full circle it. I'm trying to keep you on your toes, but... You are on your toes to say the least. Let's go ahead then with the LA Clippers. Mm. So they want for Christmas, desperately praying to the the holy angels above, hoping these little elves can pull off some miracles that a health that they have a healthy Kawhi who can knock down a three ball. Mm. Now, as seen with both Kawhi PG, um, they're still a quality side. The way they I guess almost dismantled the Celtics the yeah, other day yeah. was really just a great highlight of that. Um, they're currently residing in the upper half of the West. The key for them though, as I said, being successful hinges on health. Um, Kawhi, you know, it's, he looks like he's starting to round into form a little more. So mm. he's getting games on the board the last mm. week or two. Um, in his, in their win over the, over the Celtics the other day, he dropped 25 points, nine rebounds, six assists, went 10 or 12 from the field which it looked like Kawhi of old. That was the kind of performance that did, yeah. for me almost shifted my perspective because he'd, he'd kind of been almost looking like a role player. Mm. That was star Kawhi, and that's when the Clippers looked their best. As I said, though, outside of health, if that can all remain true, um, he just needs to get that three ball to drop. He's notoriously been a high 30% shooter, yeah. even mm-hmm. dipping into the 40 for some seasons. This season, he's sitting the tick under 22%. Mm. Um, for a player of his caliber, especially with the injury concerns, probably not wanting to drive or get into the lane as much, uh, he needs to utilize that three ball and get it to drop. So I'm sure both teammates and fans alike, that would you know be their ultimate wish, just to have mm. both these players healthy. We've seen the last couple of seasons, as Stevie Ballmer, they announced the signings of PJ and Kawhi. Yeah. Excitement and jubilation was just etched through the roof. Uh, so, Across the city, yeah. Um, Steve Ballmer leading the pretty much the championship parade at that point, and it it just hasn't eventuated yet through you know unfortunate circumstances. But if they are healthy, they still look like a team to be feared, as we've spoken about their depth, some of the other quality they've got. Um, but it is pivotal, PG and in particular Kawhi are healthy. Mm. So. I think it's fair to say, actually, like, actually, I don't know about you because you're a Lakers fan, Nick, but I think yeah. NBA fans in general would love to see Kawhi Leonard. And Paul George back to full full strength. Mm. You look a bit shy. Yeah, not, don't ask not my opinion on this. Not convinced about one. that. I'll just, yeah, <laughs> I think as an as an NBA fan, I'd, I'd as an NBA fan, yes, I love to see those guys at full flight, and it's good to hopefully good to see at least one LA team in the in the playoffs this oh, year, Nick. But stack um, it on thick. It's just backhands <laughs> left, right, and center. Um, but let's be honest, like they yeah. uh, they only have the chance to truly compete if they have both of those I was about guys. to say, one's not enough, is it? No, it's not. Well, no. They well, they need to be on the court together to create some chemistry within the team as well before the playoffs mm. um, um, especially. But I really thought that going into the season, Kawhi had all of last year off. I, mm. I thought it was going to be similar to the way that Zion came back, not in the... Goddamn freight train. Not talking mm. about his play style, their play styles being similar, but yeah. him just being available yes. and yep. playing games. He's yep. not. I just, I, I, I'm sick of it. I just want them both on the court. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, and it, it, everything does hinge on that, on that health. Um, with the way the league is, with how deep it is, the East and the West in particular, there, like they've got to be at a hundred percent full strength to, to have a genuine shot. They so, do, yeah, yeah. Um, and as I said, getting that three ball to drop, I think will be key. The team as a whole isn't shooting the ball great, mm. but they need their star player to, to knock down a few and just get the uh, the runs on the board. And mm-hmm. um, as I said, hopefully alleviate a bit of that pressure of having to go inside every play. So yeah. that yeah. would be the wish for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, the wish for the Miami Heat this uh, this oh, Christmas. You don't start? say, are you going to say nuke it again? Not nuke it, not nuke it, but I think they do need a backup centre desperately. You were saying early in the pod, Nick, I didn't even hear about it. Udonis Haslam started. Yesterday. That, that speaks volumes. Um, 
Come come playoffs, <laughs> Dwayne Dedman isn't going to be a reliable backup centre. He's fine for now. I mean, he's still old and he's frequently on the injury list, but he's he's serviceable for now. By playoff time, he's not going to be. Yeah. Mm, um, they're twenty true. they're twenty seventh overall in rebounds per game. They haven't been without they've been without Yurts Evan all this season. He hasn't played a game. Yeah, makes you worry though, doesn't it? I guess Lee, just when you think about who they're going to be coming up against, should they make the playoffs for a start mm. in the East? You look at the Celtics, Rob Williams coming back with our Horford. Yeah. You look at the Bucks, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis and Giannis. It's mm-hmm. pretty much a three, three pronged attack there in the, in the big department. You're going up against Embiid, Bam with, you know, you're going to, going to have, you know, Paul Reed or, or someone else like this. There is some quality centers mm-hmm. within the East mm, and quality secondary centers for that matter mm-hmm. as well. So like they, they've got to have someone who can bang with those boys. I heard, Nolan Snowell was on the um, trade talks. Not that he's amazing, but he'd be all right as a backup center. He's in Detroit right now. And just with the plethora of young, you know, big man, they don't, he's not getting minutes at all. So you'd think the asking price wouldn't be too big. Gee, no. I, I even think of bloody Boogie Cousins. Like Boogie oh, or Hassan White. Get Hassan well, back to Miami. I like, think it's criminal that Boogie's not in the league. That's mm. unbelievable. As we, we, we made this point, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, bro, and we were mm. discussing... DeAndre Jordan, yeah, how yeah. he's in the league, yeah. getting getting minutes there for the Nuggets. Exactly. And God damn, I tell you what, his plus minus would be through the floor, <laughs> like pretty much a body, anchoring it, put a rock around it, wrap it around, and just <laughs> drop it in the ocean, sinking to the bottom. It's That's what their plus minus to the earth's core. Um, but mm. the fact that he's not in the league and some of these other players are, it just is baffles me. Yeah, Willie Colley Stein, he's not in the league Jeez. either. Get Willie. No, no. Why not? No, not big Will. What about Will? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. He scares I, I, me. I think you could do a little bit better than that. I hope you could. I certainly hope you could. I'm Tell that saying, to his face. I, I reckon I've got the legs on him, so I'd say it, and as I was just ending the sentence, I'd turn and turn <laughs> I'd, and I'd so. say it while running away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the megaphone so you can yell it from halfway <laughs> down the street. But How about Big Jock Lando? Big Jock. He's bit of Aussie flavour. Yeah, he's in the league, yeah. but like I reckon, get him to Miami, give yeah. him even more responsibility. Yep, yep. At the minute, he's competing, you know, with eight as a starter yeah. there. Yeah. Biombo, Sarich is even can play like a small. I've ball got a lot five. of bigs. I've got to say, he's getting way more responsibility than I anticipated he would. And never in so. doubt, never in so. doubt. Except Absolutely. that, except that buzzer beater layup that he missed. The, the Aussies as a whole are doing phenomenal things at the minute. I know we've transitioned, but Dyson Daniels starting mm, the games, mm. really showing out. Jock Landau there. Giddy. You know, Jack White even getting some, yep. some minutes there in Denver. Giddy, as you said. Delhi. Delhi starting the other day for the Kings. And um, rightly so. Simmons, we won't touch on him, but Aussie, Aussies are doing well abroad, so yeah. you love to see it. We're coming up. A bit of Aussie pride. Land down under. Bro, what have you got, mate? <laughs> Round two. Now this this present or this wish might be a bit of a delayed wish, but it's a wish nonetheless. The Charlotte Hornets. Oh, here we go. They're wishing for a. They'll walk out into the lounge room and they're wishing to see a seven foot three box. Yeah. And in that box, they're wishing for none other than Victor Wembanyama. Yes. Currently with the worst record in the entire NBA, the Charlotte Hornets. Have we? I'm going to tie this in because I had a third one and it was just. End the season. That would be end their the, wish. End the season. To the Hornets. Nuke the season, whatever you want to do. Yep. Currently sitting seven wins, 21 losses, on a six-game losing <laughs> streak. They're making their wish list very well known for next season, I think. I know injuries have had a ha, have had a contributing factor to this season for them, but mm. let's be honest, they're in this hole now. There's no use trying to climb out of the hole, particularly given, you know, what, as we said before, what the gold is at the end of the rainbow, rainbow and Victor Wembanyama. Yes. And the thing with the Hornets is, again, they're one of these teams. I look at their overall roster. Don't you listen, buddy? Don't you listen? <laughs> Take to this it. on board. Take this on board. <laughs> I think they're one of these rosters who, the only guy who I think has legitimate star potential in that team yeah. is Lamelo Ball. Yep. The rest of those guys on that team, I don't see them elevating themselves to any any great heights in comparison to where they are at the moment. So I think they almost need, it's probably not great for Lamelo's development, but they almost do need to completely bottom out because the alternative will be that they will be sitting around the, Somewhere in in that bottom half they, of, of they don't the even look like a playing team. They don't look no, like a playing team. Garbage. They look like a twelfth to fifteenth team. Yeah, and at the moment they are fifteenth. Um, so 
Wembenyama. They're 15. They're 15. They're 15. Mm. They've got the worst record in the entire league. In the entire league. <laughs> you can just laugh. But the other thing is, like, the other reason they want Victor Wembenyama, though, is because how long have we spoken about <laughs> the need for a legitimate good big man on that team? Yeah. Not he... serviceable. Not Mason Plumley serviceable. Good. <laughs> good. good. Good centre. And, like, like, we think of... Yes, he, he's obviously going to come out of the gates as one of these guys who's must-watch on every night. So you've got the publicity associated yeah. with that. But he's yep. also going to, like, I don't think he would take very long to get going. No, Let, no. Let's, no. let's put it I, I don't think so. And uh, just on this Hornets team, I just find them a hard watch. Like, you, okay, yeah. you think of some of the other poor teams within the league. Let's say Detroit. Mm. Okay. I find it fun watching Bogey go off and – you know, Killian Hayes doing Ivy. bits and whatever else. Mm, Ivy, mm. you know, you go to the Magic. Wow, Bol Bol, Ben, ben Caro, just, <laughs> yep. you know, there's a lot to like. Rockets, Green and Porter. and But with the with mm. the Hornets, I just, you know, LaMelo returned, was it yesterday? But there's just nothing to get excited about. No. Okay, no. Kelly Oubre's had a couple of fine performances. Rosier's, you know, done a little bit here and there. Dennis Smith Jr., before he got injured, was probably the highlight. Mm. True, But there's yeah. just nothing to get excited about for, and it, as you said, Ro, like, I don't know what the path forward for them is with mm. this roster. I mm. think you've got to gut it. Gut mm. it like I a fish. I think you do. I think you absolutely do. Ro, our, our, our resident Hornets <laughs> fan, should I say, what are you making of them at the moment? Where do you see it? I'm at a point with the Hornets no, where... Get I, the contract out. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not watching Hornets game, <laughs> games because it's purely just a waste of my time. But I will frequently tune into a Rockets game because I like watching the Rockets. Mm, I don't want to watch PJ Washington. Okay? <laughs> I don't. You're not a fan of Mace? I, Mace I'm not. Part. I'm not a fan of Mason. No. It's like I had Mace spraying your eyes watching him. I, yeah, I'd like love it. for this year, and I don't know why they haven't done this yet, but if you can offload Hayward because he's Who's chronically injured. It's, yeah, it's like, like the worst. What was it? The biggest, the worst contract, I think, or the worst overpay, or the second worst in NBA history, I think, or it might have been the worst. It's something that came out the other day in terms of his market value mm. and what he's getting paid. And I think it was the biggest overpay in NBA history. Mm. Um, he's basically getting paid to sit on a pine at the moment with a shit haircut. So <laughs> I'd be, I, I'd, I hate to say it, just putting it out there, but that's <laughs> what he's getting paid for at the minute. I'd be oh, happy to yeah. gut our our core that we've got what stays then if you if you had the choice and you could say no 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 yes choose pick and keep whatever you want who stays i'd love to in the meantime <laughs> keep our young players and development book so night who? book Who's night book mark night. williams um who else do we have do you keep tez i would love to keep terry but he's probably another asset that we've just got to offload but yeah mm. I, yeah it's a hard to pick a direction for so you're keeping the bookworm he, he stays Oh, bookworm, book night. Oh, book night, yeah. Yeah. He, he gets a gig. Oh, well, we haven't even seen what he can do. Yeah, it's no. pretty early in his career, yep. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Marky mm. Mark and the Funky Bunch, he stays. Yeah, I'd love to see him on the okay. court. Kai oh. Jones. Kai Jones. Kai Jones, just for the entertainment value alone. I was about to say, it's just, it's so, like, you, you you know, you walk down the street, it'd be fun to do this as an experiment and say, do you know who James Booknight is? Do you know who Kai Jones is? And I bet no one would have a clue. No. You know, no. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs in Charlotte, and especially given, I think, where the expectations were. Like It felt like their trajectory was building, mm. um, and it's just kind of been a gradual climb. And then, what you say before, Lee, the analogy off a cliff? Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's a headfirst dive straight off, I think. Yes. From Victor Wambanyama's point, I would be scared for him going to the Hornets. Mm. I'd love him personally, but I've seen how – not great our player development is, especially yes. straight out of the draft. True. They yep. did not even give Book Knight a chance when they clearly could have. Lamelo got his chance, but that's because he went number three. Yeah. Kai Jones was in the G League his whole first season. I haven't seen Mark Williams on the court. That may be because I haven't watched many <laughs> Hornets games. No, I don't think he's seen much game time. No, no. But, really. like, it's, it's not the way to develop your young players. Guys, there, there you have it. There's two rounds of NBA wish lists. As we said, you know, we know the big man can work miracles, but some of these might be a bridge too far. Who knows? We Speaking will... of making a wish, 11-11. Uh, the there you go. Yeah. Oh, do you love it when a plan comes together? Um, <laughs> guys, as we said, you know, let us know what you think of these wishes. Are there any more? Um, this time, well, next week, as I said, mm, it'll be mm. Christmas Eve. Um, we're going to be back. We're going to be running next week an NBA or mailbag. It's always a bit of a staple, Mark, the last show before Christmas. 
no, I think there's better odds than not that I'll probably get pissed. So, <laughs> like, I'm certainly looking forward to tackling all your questions, guys. Um, you'll, get an, you'll get honest responses. you get honest special. responses, no mm. doubt about it. Guys, as we said, we love you sending in questions. So, basketball-related, non-basketball-related. Ideally, non-basketball-related yeah. for mine. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say they're yeah, the most entertaining. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, any questions you have, guys, we would love to hear them. We'd love to tackle them. You'll get a bit of a shout-out next week's show. Mm. Do you, reckon we'll, do you reckon we'll get any elephants over the Tasman Bridge? Oh, I, think, I forgot about that. Yeah, what would had... you do with an elephant if you had one? Oh, that was that, that was a great that question. That was a great question. That so was... give us more questions yeah. like that, guys. Send them into our, you know, hit us up, DM, um, any of our socials, get in contact with us individually. You know, we'd yep. love to hear from you guys. So we'll put some things up on our socials during the week. Be sure to be following Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um and let's have at it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, isn't it, fellas? Mailbags are always the best episodes for mine. They I can reckon. go any which direction. Yes. Like, we it, love going off on a tangent at the best of times, but these are, are made for I reckon it. we're yes. about three months overdue for one, too. Absolutely. Three months. I reckon we're about 12 months overdue. Haven't surely we've done one. one. Um, surely we've done one in between last Christmas, or no? Might have done one. Maybe. So it's been, maybe it's been a long time between drinks, mm-hmm. though. Metaphorically and literally, literally so yeah. <laughs> uh, we better put put a uh, ceasefire to that next yes. week. Just quickly as well, before we wrap up, though, guys. Hey, exciting, exciting night coming up for the boys. What are mm-hmm. we doing? We are heading to the Jack Jumpers game. See Ken. See the Jack Jumpers play the Cairns Taipans in the corporate box. Lee, our resident NBL fan here, mate. Are you pumped or what? I'm pumped. Free drinks. No, what, what about the game? <laughs> is is a corporal box? Is that a just, corporal box? Is that what it is? Lieutenant. Corporate. Corporate box. So, so what is it? Explain it to no, me. No, it's really good seats right near the court. You've got a box, a couple of snacks and what in it. Yeah. You're free, right behind free the drinks. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, mm, it's, okay. it's a place to be, mate. If you want to want to watch a game, um, just got a quick question for you, just to put you on the spot here, as as you are our big fan. Mm. I want you to name five Jack Jumpers oh, players. Off, off, can you give me three? Um a jet. Yes. Yep. Uh Clint Steinel. Yep. Yes. Uh Jack McVeigh. Yeah, you mate, long work. What are you worried about? Well, it's going to be a hoot. Um, guys, if you're going, oh, well, we're about to put this up. If you hear this before the uh, before the game, if you mm. see us in the crowd or whatnot, come up. We'd love to say good day, talk ball with you guys. It's going to be a hoot, isn't it? Yes, as long as I'm in a five metre vicinity of Scotty, I'm happy. You're not going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hope. Guys, have a tremendous week. Enjoy. Oh, what I'm sure is the last couple of days of work for a lot of you before yeah. holidays. Get into the festive spirit as Lee will be. Um, get yourself around Hobart, mate. Get involved. And guys, we can't wait to talk to you next week. Get those questions in. Please do.